Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. And welcome to my house. I'm Rosie. In studio this morning, I've recruited Mr. Bruce Stumbo from Rosie Wright Design Build Remodel to join me, Bruce, for taking time out of your weekend, bud. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me. I've been I've been working weekends for thirty five years. It's nothing for me, but you guys that work all week long and then you have to take time away from your family on a Saturday morning. I'm particularly indebted for for you to do that to sit in here with me. Absolutely, and I I have the benefit today of uh, Katie and the girls have been uh, in Chicago for a little while, so did why, they, did uh, I'd they, just be sitting around by myself. Did they land before the tornado, uh, in between the two tornadoes, or after the second tornado? I think seven <laughs> minutes before the first one oh, was the report. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Bruce and I are here in studio. Uh, Bruce was a home inspector for uh, that uh, six a years. Dec- okay, all right, for six years. He knows a ton about home ownership in Arizona. That's why I've recruited him to help me answer your question. We're here to answer any question you might have at one triple eight seven six seven forty three forty eight. We've got Jess here in studio doing the call screening, and of course Gary Gary D is our program engineer, and he's got everything set up. So as we get started here in what we call the open line hour, we're going to take any question you have. We just finished an hour on the solar industry. Now we're going to open it up to anything you'd like to talk about, your house, home, castle, or cabin. I'd like to first announce uh, Little Rosie Wright Design Build Remodeling, uh, is a sister company to another company called Roth Productions, which produces the radio show. And both companies are going through a little bit of a growth spurt. If you are in the world of accounting, uh, executive admin uh, assistant, administrative work, and you want to work in a fun environment, if you're looking to upgrade your career, we would love to visit with you. Please reach out to us. Uh, you can reach out to Rosie Wright at 480 248 8699. Reach out to us and, and let us know. It's, it's, we're growing. We're still a small company, but we're a growing company. We've got big aspirations on where we're going, and we need to staff up with Class A people. Uh, and I think we, it's fair to say it, Rosie Wright. There's hardly a position we wouldn't be interviewing and candidating oh, yeah. for. Always. If you're in the trades and you want to upgrade your career position and you think you're good enough to make it to Rosie Wright, uh, give us a call. Yeah. Uh, Rosie Wright just recently received a nice little award. That was just came in like Thursday, didn't we it? We did, yeah. I just sent out the uh, the notification to everyone to let them know. So uh, we use Guild Quality like uh, most or all Rosie partners do. And they have partnered with uh, Qualified Remodeler, which is probably not a magazine that most people get in their home. But within the industry, we do. I I think just about all of us get it. Um, And they have for a while now identified across the country the satisfaction leaders. And they go through um, and you have to be actively surveying 
your customers, all, all your customers, all, and, um, and, uh, they take those metrics and identify across the country who are the satisfaction leaders. Last year, in the whole country, in the whole country, last year they identified the uh, top 100, and it was actually the first time we had put in for it. My guess is we'd actually have it longer because we've been a guild quality guild master with highest distinction for three years running now. Um, but this year there were only 85 companies in the whole. They couldn't even call it the top 100 this year. They only wow. identified 85 com- companies as satisfaction leaders, um, and we were notified that. We got it again, and there are only three companies in Arizona, all of Arizona, with all the remodelers and construction companies and, uh, that were identified, and we are the only one in Maricopa County. So we're we're very proud of that. We're. Um, I was happy to see the one of the other winners was from Flagstaff, and he's one of our Rosie certified partners. <laughs> yeah, he is. The, yeah. The great company, JKC, up there. So. JKC is a great operation, uh, operation in Flagstaff. Now, I was surprised that the third winner was a, a man from Chino Valley, and I, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I did not know him, but congratulations to him. So uh, kind of kind of a, a, another feather in her cap that Rosie Wright Design Build Remodel is one of 85 companies across the country that qualified – as a satisfaction leader, we're rated at a 100% satisfaction mm-hmm. over all of our customers. We don't handpick who does the survey and who doesn't. Every single customer we have participates, and we're the only company in Maricopa County to win that title. Bruce, congratulations for all you do at the company to make that real. I have to mention Mr. Don Breeze as well, our production manager, mm-hmm. and Sephora. Uh, and David and Janice and Rochelle, everybody on the team. Mm-hmm. Romano and Juliet. Yeah, we've, we've built a, a great team and we're uh, trying to build a – continuing to bring in the right people and, and uh, just keep that going. So uh, Romano's going to come to really shine here big in the next two weeks because he's opening Rosie's first ever kitchen and bath showroom that we'll be broadcasting from – in two weeks? Yeah, we've got the design studio opening coming up uh, Saturday the 29th. And, uh, You're all invited for the yep, broadcast. It's an open house, so we'll be doing the broadcast there, and we'll be uh, open, I think, until 4 on that Saturday. So. Come and meet this award-winning yeah, team. Come see us. All right. Now, I do have to share with you all, before we go to the lines and the callers are loading up, we'll answer any question you've got about home improvement, one 767 48. A couple things. Uh, on the way of award-winning, I would ask all of you down in Pinal and Pima County to take a look at the fact that uh, Rosie on the House, the radio broadcast company, has won Reader's Choice Awards uh, for the Arizona Daily Star for the last, I've lost count, but in the last decade. Okay. Well, we are again nominated as a finalist. We'd love for you to get on to Tucson.com contest Get into Reader's Choice and vote to Ro- for Rosie on the House again uh, to win one more year of every Arizona homeowner's favorite homeowner resource. That's at Reader's Choice, Arizona Daily Star. But by the way of media and awards and everything else, I do have to admit I was brokenhearted at this month's Arizona Business Magazine. July and August. Brokenhearted. Why is that? Wow. 
It's the most influential women in Arizona for 2023. I'm not even mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Gary, I get all of Miss Rosie Romero's mail. She must exist somewhere. I get all her mail. Uh, And she obviously buys a lot because I get all her bills. But I don't know where she worked. I've never got her check. Yeah. I get a lot of mail based on my real last name. Yes. In Spanish. Oh, I bet you do. Uh, yeah, but yeah. it's French. And yeah. it, it, it doesn't drive me crazy. It just makes me laugh a little bit, too. So I, I get the rosy, rosy guy, girl. I'm, yeah, you had to change the pronunciation of your last name when you moved to Arizona just, to, just so people could catch it, right? Right, right. I mean, I used my real last name when I was in Louisiana yep, because, yep. well, everybody knew it. it. Yeah. But I had to shorten it to just Gary D. Yeah. 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 And even my brothers and sisters call me that now. <laughs> All right. Very good. So that was kind of a heartbreaking news. Rosie Romero does not win the most influential women in Arizona. Not even, I don't even place low on the scale. I mean, you're not. Yeah, not you even, get all that mail. I'm not even mentioning. <laughs> no all right. centerfold either. Uh, uh, we've, got, uh, we've got people loading up here on the phones. We'd be happy to answer your question. Uh, we've got David. We've got Mac. We've got Ann. And uh, we've got all of you lining up. Uh, Jess is answering your calls, getting your name and getting your question. She'll cue us up and give us a cue, as to, a clue as to what it is you want to talk about. And when we get back, we'll come on and give you whatever we have uh, in a way of helping you. Yes. Well, we were talking about certified partners, how we have a great network. Well, we have a brand new one that we'd like to introduce you to right now. Welcome aboard. Introducing our newest trusted Rosie Certified Partner to the award-winning Rosie on the House Certified Partner Network. Well, today we're introducing Vicki Gorman of Realty Executives. You're an Arizona native, but not necessarily from this part of Arizona. Thank you so much for having me, Romy. I grew up in Yuma, Arizona, and I went to school in Flagstaff, but have been in Phoenix since mid-90s. Yeah, I love Arizona. Great state to live in, great state to be from. Now, as when it comes to your real estate practice, how did you get into that as a profession? So um, I have been in residential real estate for the last five years and worked a little bit in commercial prior to that and loved it. I love all aspects of real estate, and I love working with my clients here in Phoenix area. Do you represent sellers or sellers and buyers? Yes, correct. Sellers, buyers, landlords, uh, sometimes tenants. And is there a certain uh, dollar area that you try and focus on? I do all cities in Maricopa and all pricing. So I really focus on the client because I think that's the most important element of it. I want to help my client achieve their real estate goals, whether it be selling their property Um, buying their new home or a first home in Arizona, or sometimes it's a third or fourth home. So it's really exciting to help them, help them achieve their dreams. I also help clients um, if they are wanting to rent out their home, they're moving or traveling or even for an investment property purpose, I help them rent out their property as well. So we obviously have a lot of homeowners here that, you know, have moved throughout the state or city. And But we also, obviously, as everyone knows, we have a lot of people coming in the state right. that are first time. How do we connect with those people and get them plugged into Arizona? We have um, a document called a buyer advisory that we utilize for all of our buyers. We provide that to them 
when we meet with them. And it's also a document that they sign. And within the buyer advisory, we have um, different elements of the state of Arizona, of Maricopa County, even Pinal County, of um, like water rights, water treatment, uh, environmental studies, and information about the amenities of neighborhoods that they're looking at uh, to purchase a new home in. I actually love working with the buyers because it's so fun to just share all the information about the state of Arizona, all the wonderful things we have in this great city of Phoenix that we could do. I mean, we have so much to offer um, our residents here in, in Phoenix. And so it's really exciting. And we provide them with that information from the get-go. Well, the new real estate category, Rosie, on the house, we're excited to put this together. It's been something we've been trying to perfect and master for a long, long time. Rosie's kind of really focusing on protecting you know, the buyer at this point. Uh, having that here is just part of what people can find at Rosie on the House and our effort to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend in that win-win-win trifecta. Welcome to the team. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Lots of homeowners this morning with lots of questions. Let's see if we can go straight to the line. I think Philip's been on hold the longest. We'll go to Digger, Mac, and George. But to start, let's grab Philip. Good morning, Philip. Good morning. Yes, I have. Um, uh, I live on a property, and uh, the one of the renters here. He uh, he, for for about three years, every time it was mosquito season, he would flood around the house to grow mosquitoes. I know that's gross. That's not my question. My question is that would he would do it like twice a week, like flood it. I think that's bad for the foundation of the house. Is is it not? Well, is the neighborhood in a flood irrigation neighborhood, or is he flooding it with no, a hose? No, not, not no, sir. It's just uh, well, I'm sorry, I didn't let you finish your question. I'm sorry. No, that would no, that really was my question. <laughs> is it a flood? Okay. Is it a flood irrigated neighborhood? How is he no. flooding his yard? Well, he he would he would he would just turn the hose on, and flood. Just let the hose run, and it would just flood and puddle, wow. big old. Giant thing, and then and then he do that once or twice a week. What a horribly irresponsible yeah, way seriously. to try mosquito control. Wow. How, did he the, say control or grow? <laughs> I think he did say grow, and I said, "Why are you growing mosquitoes?" Oh, will bite them. <laughs> I, I had to have heard that wrong, but uh, yeah, no. That so we were kind of talking about it, and uh, typically. In the neighborhoods like Arcadia and some of those places that have been a flood-irrigated neighborhood. For 50 years. For a long time, and that's on a plan. Those neighborhoods actually do really well with that. However, this does not sound like it's that situation. Right. And, um, yes, too much water can – I wouldn't call it ruin a foundation, but I would say it can absolutely cause foundation problems with expansive soil. Condition conducive for problems. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You want to keep that water away, away from the house, especially somewhere in the – gosh, that's uh, that's uh, jaw-dropping that someone would just stick their hose out there and just go. Flood a whole yard. Mm -hmm. I mean, for the purpose of growing mosquitoes? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry, Philip. <laughs> uh, 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 I feel bad that that's the current mindset of your neighbor. Let's see if we can go to Digger real quick. Digger, what are you trying to do today? Don't tell me grow mosquitoes. Hey, good morning. <laughs> oh, hell no. Although I did just get, I mean, heck no. Um, I just did just get back from Oregon, and, uh, boy, they got uh, 
They got mean old mosquitoes up there. They do. They do. But anyway, I, uh, yeah, so good morning, Miss Rosie. Yes. Um, my question is, <laughs> I'm uh, putting in some mini splits. Um, some mini splits um, at a school district. Um, I just finished up three systems, uh, cooling the warehouse, and now I'm working on the wood shop for the, the kiddos at the junior high. And I'm working on this, this building. It's a an amalgamation of, of blocks, and it appears to be a steel shed uh, covered with uh, stucco. And um, I'm getting through the block fine. I've hit rebar. I've had to move my whole steel, <laughs> uh, steel plate hidden back in there, all sorts of stuff. Of course, there's no plans available. Um, it was built quite a while ago. Um, All right. But my, my problem, um, so end of the day Friday, I did some pilot holes. I found a horizontal steel um, two-by-four is what I'm guessing. It's ridged in steel. And uh, so, I, so I dug out a little bit more of an inspection hole, and then I ran into a steel plate back behind there. So it might be superfluous, but... What I'm wondering is if I can find an open place to get through, to, go, to get through that. <laughs> right. Without turning this building into go. Swiss cheese. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. And get, and can you, can Digger, and, Digger, Digger, give, give yeah. me this. How old is the building? Oh, gosh. Just give me um, a, well, some approximation. Well, building. Oh, man, I'd guess late 50s, early 60s, maybe. Okay. All right. I'm I'm looking for an area that I can put a three-and-a-half-inch hole through a wall that's of unknown consequences. I think you're progressing with it about the right. Bruce, what, what yeah, would you Yeah, try be the able pilot to... holes. Um, that's a little tough, especially, you know, and I'm, I'm always err on the side of caution with that. But anytime you hit metal inside there, I – I'd be very cautious. I mean, my first question is the, the gauge. Mm-hmm. Are we talking twenty-five gauge stud, mm-hmm. or are we talking about quarter-inch structural? Yeah, I mean, it, exactly. <laughs> like there, there could be some structural to that. So I would proceed with some caution there, um, and uh, you know, I think some. I don't know how big that hole is, but if we maybe have them email us some pictures, could do that, um, and that would help a lot. Uh, without seeing it, I just. I'd be real hesitant to tell him how to blast through a wall, and that turns out to be holding something up. There you go. Digger, we appreciate the call. We've got Mac and George and an open line if you'd like to join us. one 767 Rosie on the House, where we try every Saturday morning to do whatever we can to answer any question you have about your house, home, castle, or cabin. We're here three hours every Saturday morning, so you can dial in for free and get information from us who have been building and remodeling Arizona homes for 50 years. Get the right information, get the correct information. no, absolutely no other agenda than to try and become your best friend. Now, that's every Saturday morning. 
Now, we have a website, rosyonnouse.com, that drives all these questions and all these answers that you can log on to any time of the week. We've been doing this for 35 years. We have over 12,000 hours of broadcasting your questions and your answers. Over 60,000 questions answered on air. All those questions and all those answers live on the website, rosyonthehouse.com. Number one in uh, radio reach over the great state of Arizona. Number one weekend rated radio show for 35 years. We're doing all of this for one reason. You, the Arizona homeowner, like Mac, who's called in to ask a question about his patio. And then we'll go to George with a plumbing question. And we have an open line. And Miss Jessie, but you, you've had you've had a load here this morning of calls. Uh, you can reach in with an open line at one triple eight seven six seven forty three forty eight. Let's bring Mac into the conversation. Good morning, Mac. Good morning, Rosie. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Um, you know, I'm not particularly. Hey, uh, good morning again. I'm not particularly skilled, but I wanted to ask, what could someone like me do to protect the posts on my patio? They look like they're cracking, and um, um, yeah, you know, I'm concerned that it's going to get worse. What can I do to protect them now? Mac, are uh, what are those posts made out of? Are they are they stuccoed block or are they wood? It's wood, and um, the house was built in '93, and not not nothing's really been done since '93, and and they're showing a visible crack. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't sh- nothing's like leaning or. Okay. You know, no, nothing huge like that, but the cracks are there, and mm-hmm. you know, it's not getting any better. And they are are those posts painted, Mac? Um, I think they are painted. Yes, I think okay. they are. Okay. Um, generally, I wouldn't be too terribly concerned as long as they're kind of running the length and they're not going all the way through. I mean, wood cracks—that's what it does. Uh, one of the biggest things that you can do uh, for any wood surface on the exterior of a home in Arizona. Um, While the water isn't usually long enough to be a big problem, um, there's a lot of other factors that can be. So one of the biggest things you can do is keep those painted properly, uh, or if they're a solid stain, um, but keeping those painted up and and just keep your eye on it. I mean, you can run into an issue with the posts where where there's a crack that's concerning, but uh, generally keeping that sealed with a paint or a solid stain is the way to go. I, I would think Thompson's water seal, would you use it, that, something? Uh, as long as it's not already painted or something ah. like that. So, Okay. Got it. Mac, I hope that helps. Those four-by-four four wood posts, uh, I will tell you, are even for a guy that's not particularly handy, uh, they, they can be removed and replaced mm-hmm. pretty simply, pretty easily. Okay, so at the time you get concerned, that is an area, uh, particularly if it's at the outside of a patio that's getting a lot of water irrigation, those posts tend to be a highway for termites. They can be. Um, That will be one of the places that termites will find things to eat very easy at your house. So let's make sure there's no termite infestation there. We see it a lot uh, particularly in older homes, not 93 homes, but 73 homes that have a VAP coolers. Then the VAP cooler drains off the back patio roof, keeps that area right outside mm-hmm. the patio wet all the time. 
attracts right. the termites, then the first thing they find is that four by four post. Mm-hmm. Baby, she's gone in about five years. <laughs> so, yeah, those those posts can be. And now, since then, Bruce, uh, we can actually put new Simpson bases yep. on those that hold the wood off the bottom of the concrete, the top of the concrete. Yeah, it's it's. Uh... <clears throat> Pretty much everywhere now, if you're building new, it's required. You can't put that post down on the concrete anymore. You know, it used to be basically there'd just be a couple of metal straps coming That's through it. the concrete, and you just threw a bolt through it and call it a day. Now we've but, got beam seats. Yep, we put a, a bracket on the bottom that's metal. You still want to keep water away from it. You know, you can't soak that thing every day. Metal does corrode. So, But uh, it's a better system. Uh, keeps the wood up off the ground. Um, the only thing that some people don't like is the way it the way it looks but um it's a it's a code thing now so it is and it's actually for longevity and mm-hmm. low maintenance it's the better solution mm-hmm. mac i appreciate the call let's see if we can go to george calling with a plumbing issue good after good morning mr george oh you know what we queued up nicole let's go oh. to nicole hello nicole <laughs> good morning rosie thanks for taking my call yes ma'am so i I so appreciate all of your information every day, every Saturday. Well, thank you. Um, so I've got a question. I have got flood irrigation. Okay. Um, I live around near 20th Street in Camelback, and I, we've been in this house for about a year. When irrigation started up again this season for the flood irrigation, we noticed what, like an extra amount of water in our driveway. Um, we have a pipe that runs from the valve in one yard to the valve in the front yard. So we have two valves in our yard and water was coming up. What we noticed um, later, a couple of months, a couple of runs later was that water is actually bubbling through a crack in the driveway when the water to our neighborhood is coming through. So um, it is anytime. So even though we haven't signed up for water now, (laughs) we're still seeing, water coming through our driveway and bubbling in our driveway um, each time the neighborhood gets a run. So we don't even know where to start with this. We um, we know it's not going to be an easy fix. Um, it never is. So that's well, my question most, is where to even start with that. I don't. Okay. Nicole, most neighborhoods with floated and great irrigation have kind of like a flood irrigation captain. Uh, many times it's an independent contract service where if the service, if you're due to turn your valve on at one o'clock in the morning, there's a third party that comes on and turns it on at one o'clock in the morning and then turns it off at two thirty or three, wherever. I would try and find that irrigation captain in your subdivision or in your neighborhood. Um, what's, what's happening isn't right. And there's got to be some kind of a, of a broken line Somewhere, and I would imagine your driveway is concrete, not pavers, right? That's correct. The, okay, the driveway well, is concrete. Okay. So. All right. Well, that'll complicate it just a little bit. Um, I tell you what, I'm gonna do. We know people in that neighborhood, uh, and I, I've got your phone number here recorded, and I've actually got to stop right in your neighborhood about three o'clock this afternoon. Uh, I'm gonna ring you after the show. And just see if if I can't take 15 minutes, run by the front of your house, knock on your door, take a look at it. But I I think we can get you the right person uh, to analyze that. And very often what we do is we will 
uh, in that concrete driveway, the worst-case scenario is we may have to saw-cut a section of that out, take a look, analyze it, see what the problem is, repair the problem, and then we can either go back in concrete or more often than not, we would just go back with a with a paver. And sometimes we'll saw-cut mm-hmm. another area and paver that to make it look like it was yeah. all intentional from yeah. the beginning. so it looks good and not, uh, not a uh, why in the world did you do that question. All right, so now we'll bring George into the conversation. Nicole, I'll call you when I'm when I'm running right in your neighborhood this afternoon, and see if it's convenient for me to stop by. If it's not, we'll certainly find somebody to stop by there in the next week or so. Okay, George, your turn. What's your question? It's in the plumbing department. Good morning. Uh, uh, last week, uh, what I thought was a, a quick fix, it turned into a rest. Uh, a mitigation. There was a water leak in one of the pipes in the wall that uh, was found, and it turned into a mitigation thing where they cut the uh, drywall two foot up from, and they ended up uh, doing the uh, dehumidifiers and everything. Anyway, that's all done, and I'm just hoping my insurance will cover it. I'm still waiting on that. Okay. But my question is. Uh, the restoration okay. part. Uh, the, who who would you recommend or for a company that does that? It's not a big bathroom. Okay. It's a, I would say it's ten by twenty, and I I know some don't like doing the smaller projects. Okay. Well, George, how familiar are you with our website, RosieOnTheHouse dot com? Well, I just started uh, get, getting familiar with okay. it. In fact, I just listened to you this for the first time online. Uh-huh. I listened on the radio. But, okay. And where are you, George? I'm on my crossroads are 35th and Glendale. Okay, 35th perfect. Avenue. Okay. Well, for your benefit and the benefit of all of you that are listening, our website, rosieonthehouse.com, on the homepage, It says, find a partner. You click on that, and it brings up all the categories that we have certified partners in. And you've mentioned the term a couple times, restoration, fire, water, smoke, restoration. Click on restoration, plug in your zip code, and a company by the name of Kowalski is going to pop up. They are specialists in restoration work, remodeling work. They're located in the Phoenix area. Their number is 602-944-2645. They are the Rosie Certified Restoration Specialists serving all of Maricopa County. George, we appreciate the call. Thanks a million. Hope that helps. Just one way we work to become every Arizona homeowner's best friend is that referral directory. And I'll tell you the start of that referral directory. When the first radio station decided to let Rosie on the air 37 years ago, I was leaving the house and Jennifer looked at me and said, now, Rosie, this town is filled with engineers. They're all going to be trying to stump you. If you don't know the answer, say you don't know. (laughs) At that point, we'd been married about 20 years. I don't know why she felt like she had to tell me that, but she did. And uh, it actually was the key to, I think, our long-term success. We don't know everything. We, I am not an expert on everything. 
but I've been around long enough. I know experts in every single arena of Rosie on the House, and that's who lives on our website under every single category, experts in each particular arena. Now, Bruce, one thing I wanted to talk to you about uh, is all your work at uh, Rosie Wright Design Build Remodel. I'm asked all the time about what are consumers' appetites for spending for green mm-hmm. building products? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, and you you put together ninety percent of our estimates. You hear what people are asking for. How big on the buying list are green products? It it uh, it's not as big as I think some people think. We don't get a ton of people asking, you know, in a remodel. Um, we try to be mindful, of course, and and you know you you don't want to be wasteful. Um, that crossover isn't what I would call smart products that have uh, yeah. a benefit of being green. Um, I consider like a, a smart thermostat. Um, I put one in my home a few years back and I, you know, they're not wildly expensive. And I think it's some of the best money I spent upgrading what I would consider an upgrade for my air conditioning system. You know, we can be driving out of town and go, oh, Forgot to, you know, because I super cool. Yes, yes. Um, but if I'm not going to be there, don't need to do it. Right. Um, I can jump on my phone and set my system to away. So that's a great one. Um, the touchless faucets, I have no uh, hard scientific data to back this up, but I put one in after being skeptical of them for a long time, but they've gotten really good. And I find that I turn the water off in between doing things much more regularly. Oh. Um you know, we teach people to, you know, when kids growing up in Arizona, me being a native, yeah. you know, start the faucet, get your hand wet, turn it off, soap your hands, turn it back on, you know, just trying to be, it's, we're, we're in a desert. So. Don't run the faucet right. during your entire shave. Right. Don't run the faucet during your entire toothbrush. Right. And, but a lot of people don't because That's you know, right. they got their soapy hand and they're grabbing. So. Um, I find that because I can just tap that faucet with the back of my hand and it turns off. And then when I'm ready for the water to come back on, I just tap it again and it's back on. So and you can temperature set that? You you do it just with the typical faucet. So okay. I always just leave it in the hot position depending on what's going on. Okay. Um, you know, if I'm filling a pot full of water for some food or something, then I'll switch it to cold. But generally keep it hot so those are the sorts of things that i see more commonly right now um that will shift over time of course but um that's those sorts of kind of convenience smart home products that have a green benefit We certainly appreciate y'all having tuned in the last three hours. While we've done what we could to help you about your house, home, castle, or cabin, wrapping up this Saturday's broadcast, I'd like to encourage you that you can go to our website, rosieonthehouse.com, and uh, subscribe to our newsletter, and it'll show up in your email box every single Thursday. It'll kind of give you a clue as to what guests are going to be on that particular week, what topics we're going to be covering. And if it's a topic you're particularly driven or interested or passionate about, 
It might serve as a reminder to tune in. Maybe you know someone in your family that's getting ready to do something that addresses one of those links or topics. Well, you would be doing your friend or family or any newcomer to Arizona a great service by introducing them to Rosie on the House. Take the newsletter and forward it to them. Go ahead and share the information that we're putting together for free for every Arizona homeowner for the benefit of protecting all of you from not doing anything unwise or foolish. Don't, like Jimmy Buffett says, don't push the fool button. (laughs) Amen. Don't push the fool button. And it's so easy to do, especially for newcomers who hear things that sound so good, uh, it's, 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 it's irresistible, and you jump at it, and it, chances are it probably, there's a good chance it's not the right situation. So we started this morning's broadcast with Core Landscaping in the Outdoor Hour and John J. Harper talking about how important proper irrigation is and how right now is when you need to be thinking about what your winter lawn, what your winter yard, what your winter vegetation, what you desire it to look like. You need to be making those decisions now ahead of time while you're desperately bringing your plants through the high stress zone of the dry humidity, high temperatures that they're living through right now. In the nine o'clock hour, we brought to you two uh, employees uh, from Sun Valley Solar, one of the one of only three Rosie certified solar contractors in the whole state of Arizona, uh, trying to set the record straight. Rosie is not against the solar industry. I'm just against so many of the crooked solar contractors. And I'll tell you a little story here. A lot of the solar contractors use uh, a technique where they knock on your door, they ask to see your electric panel. Don't let them do that. Don't let them on your property. Then the next day, they come back with a solar proposal. I have a client who actually allowed them on the house, on the property, looked at the solar panel. The person came back with a solar proposal the next day for over $80,000. Well, we sent one of our Rosie certified contractors, didn't didn't tell him there was another one. I said, I want you to go to this house and uh, quote a solar system this size. Apples to apples. That first contractor at eighty thousand was quoting a system that should have cost the client about twenty four thousand dollars. Wow. That was Miss Marcia. Oh, no kidding. Yes. Oh. She's yeah. one of our very favorite clients. She's one of our very favorite clients. So we were able to I'm just so thankful she thought to call us and say, Absolutely. What do you think? Well, I'll tell you what I think. Yeah, that that for I know her house well and yeah. that <laughs> it's insane. Uh, yeah, you could you couldn't put eighty thousand dollars worth of equipment on her house. Right. It's a lovely home, but it's not huge. So, folks, we appreciate y'all joining in. I hope you got something out of the last three hours. And don't forget, we'll be back next Saturday morning. And until then, you can always find us at rosieonthehouse dot com. You can always reach the remodeling company at rosierite dot com. <laughs>